Hello. Hi. Hello. How is it going? Good. How are you? Oh my god. Ah, oh, it's been so long since we've talked. Um, That's I'm, true. I'm fine. Um, it's God. It's just been so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An actual eternity. Um, life be like that though. And that's that's the way Sue sees it. Uh, how have you been? How was things? How are how was life? I'm doing fine. Just <laughs> working. <laughs> Ew. I'm fucking tired of working. We have to this bullshit. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, we moved into a new house. Yes. Okay. Um, How's that? It is lovely. Um, the cats really like it. The girls are in love. They're like, uh, it's got a bunch more windows and it's got this little like porch area that Sophie likes to sit on the dryer, um, and look at all the birds that aren't actually there and like, just be nosy. Cause she's a nosy cat. Um, Cece likes running up and down the steps, which I think is hilarious cause she's so big. She's so fat. Um, you can hear her little feet when she went thunk, 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 thunk. That's so cute. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's a house, not an apartment? Correct. Yes, we are renting our first house. Um, so we don't have any, like, immediate neighbors. We have people that live in houses near us, which is great. Um, and it's out of the city, which, I mean, it's close enough that the commute's not that bad to, you know, where it's a problem. Um, but it's so quiet at nighttime. There's no like sirens and horns and shit. It's just like one kind of sort of major road, but not major, major. Um, it's dark enough out here that the first night we moved in, I looked up at the sky and started crying because I saw Orion and his belt. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> we, well, we haven't been able to see the stars at our, our domicile the whole time we've lived in this city. That's like five years. And that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, you are... <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Oh, thank God. I'm okay. laughing a little bit at the crying of it. <sighs> it that was stresses just so me out. I'm just a tiny little country mouse, you know? I'm, it's too big <laughs> out here. So, yeah. Um, and I don't mind the commute. I think it's nice uh, that's good. to get a chance to like listen to music a little bit before I have to go in and see people. Right. Um, and it's good. It's very good. good. Very nice. What's new with you? How are the dogs? They're good. They're existing. <laughs> oh, beautiful. What's new in your life? Absolutely nothing. Okay. I'm just struggling along. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather have something be boring than you know, exciting for the wrong reasons. I wouldn't say anything's boring. No, just existing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that came out that way, though, didn't it? I'm sorry. I should have phrased no, that. No, that's okay. I, that's not how you meant it. So it's okay. 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 It didn't come uh, out that way. Thank goodness. Oh, I've just missed you so much. <laughs> I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. And uh, this is a show about friendship. This is She Smokes is in Chainsaws. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about today, Brittany? This was well, your pick. It was my pick. Uh, I picked this a minute ago. And I watched it, like, maybe two weeks ago at this point. So, we are talking about The Thing from 1982. And this was directed by our friend John Carpenter. <laughs> our close personal friend. Yes, we're on a first John Carpenter. My friend John. Um, earlier today, I was thinking, because I knew that we had talked about doing The Thing that we had talked about. Oh, it's John Carpenter. But part of me was so stressed because there's the remake of this is on Netflix. Oh, no. And so then I was thinking, what if she picked it because she saw it on Netflix, but she didn't see that it was the remake? What if that's what she watched? I'm so glad that you you made that decision to to watch the 1982 version. I'm glad that you... <laughs> I, I don't know if it's just that you, like, know me well enough, because, like, that really could go either way. I know. I was like, huh, we're either going to have a talk about it, or or this is going to be weird. 
But yeah, See? I watched the original. Don't worry, I'm like, Wunderbar. I watched the original. <laughs> Wunderbar. Um, okay. So I also watched this like today. two weeks ago. Okay, good. So our notes are there, but they're not that fresh. No. Um, okay. Let's look at this. I don't remember any of these previewing notes. So. Uh, John Carpenter was first approached about the project in 1976. Ooh. Uh, Universal originally chose Toby Hooper ah, to do this. Ah, your friend and mine. <laughs> uh, but then they didn't like the concept that they were coming up with. Toby Hooper and like a writer that he works with. So then, um, let's see. Then that fell apart, and then after Alien came out, this sort that sort of like revitalized the project because that was such a big success. Yeah. Uh, and then John Carpenter became loosely attached after Halloween. Um. Apparently, Kurt Russell helped before being cast. Like, just helped John Carpenter flesh out some ideas. Do you think that, that they're friends in real life? What do you say? Sorry, do you think that they're friends in real life? Well, I mean, it sounds like they were. I love <laughs> At that. least a little bit. I love that. Uh, he was the last actor to be cast. In 1981. Outstanding. Um, did you know that Kurt Russell is from Springfield, Massachusetts? Nope. Do I have an attachment to Springfield, Massachusetts? No, that's just a fun fact that I just learned. Did you just Google Kurt Russell real quick? I did because I wanted to see other like what his filmography has been, uh, other things that he's been in. And I knew that he and Goldie Hawn weren't married, but I didn't realize he had been married before. And that's all. As I'm scrolling through, learning about his life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to continue. (laughs) The the studio talked about using Christopher Walken, Jeff Bridges, Sam Shepard. But of course, no. They went with Kurt Russell. Who is Sam Shepard? I think you would know him if you saw him. I need to see what I've seen him in. I'm looking at his face, but I don't recognize him. Um, it took Kurt Russell about a year to grow his hair and beard out for the role. Excellent. That was a good choice. <laughs> Um, each actor was set to be paid $50,000 for this. And then Kurt Russell got cast and his salary increased to 400000 Jesus Christ. Uh, filming lasted about 12 weeks in Juneau, Alaska. Um, and then it moved to the Universal lot because it was very expensive. <laughs> um, t- I don't remember anything, so I have to reread this all again. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not your fault. No, but it's a pain in the tuchus. It's just quiet, and now you've stopped talking about Kurt Russell. <laughs> now that I have nothing to say, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I I think that's a fun fact. I guess it makes sense, right? There, yeah. Just yeah. like time wise, <laughs> time period wise, right? And given that, like, how adamantly he and Goldie Hawn are like, no, we're not getting married. That feels uh, that feels like you've been hurt before. At least one of you. 
this is Uh, more than just we don't agree with the idea of marriage yeah that's something there (laughs) something else happened something else happened uh apparently john carpenter filled multiple endings including a happier ending (sighs) just in case just in case in the alternate take mccready is rescued and given a blood test that proves he is not infected Carpenter said that stylistically, this would have been cheesy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But it makes sense that they filmed it. Yeah, you kind of have to. Just in case. Just in <laughs> case. Um. I can't wait to go through these notes with you. And I don't remember anything. Also, I don't know that I... Mm, I wasn't invested I was in these characters. In this. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just didn't really care. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Is it because all of the characters were met? Because that was almost a, a no-go for me. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. Okay. Um, because in the 19th, I think there's also like a 1950 something version of this. Um, and that version included, there were women in that cast and not just all men. Are you talking about the thing from another world? What are you talking about? Hold on. No, because I looked this up. Hold on a minute. The thing. It must be. Yeah. I don't think that's the same thing. I don't think it's the same thing either. That would make sense why there would be (laughs) women in one and not the other men. I read this somewhere, though. I promise. Um, I can't cite my source because I, it's been forever. So, Well, and that's based off of a novella from the 30s. Yeah, I don't... Is that novella called The Thing? No. It's called The Thing from Another World. No, the book is called Who Goes There. Who goes there? I mean, this is all that I have to assume that this is what you're talking about because it says the film storyline concerns a U.S. Air Force crew and scientists who find frozen in the Arctic ice a crashed flying saucer and a humanoid body nearby. Shapeshifting alien monsters able to absorb and yes and imitate any living being. This has to be it. Um, allegedly, in a version of this, there are women. <laughs> I mean, there is a woman in this, <laughs> but it's a woman. No women, in my humble opinion. I would disagree. Can you say more about that? Or will you say more about that? I mean... It's like... And not not talking about this iteration of the thing. Okay. Um, but it's like when there's just one black person. Yes. It's like a token. I hear what you're saying. Mm. I didn't think of it that way. And now that you frame it that way, yes. It's like it was a big thing on um like Tumblr back in the day with like the Avengers getting really big and um just like looking at these groups of men and there's one woman 
like I wouldn't call Black Widow great representation for women. No, not necessarily. In the Avengers. I wouldn't call Wonder Woman necessarily great representation in the Justice League. There's always just one woman and then like five, six guys. Do you think that it would make you more likely or less likely to watch either like Marvel movies or um, like Justice League movies, DC movies, if there were only male characters? No, I don't think that impacts it at all. No? Because I just like comics. That's fair. That's fair. So maybe a poor example. But I hear what you're saying. I think the you thought of it in a way that I didn't, and I appreciate it, and I think that's why we're friends. I also, like, I, I get still being into that with just one woman. I don't know that... I mean, it wouldn't have impacted anything in this movie. I think the choices made would still have been the choices made. Absolutely. But it's like... Um, Lord of the Flies, right? There's no woman in that. No girls around. It's just a group of boys. Because it wouldn't have happened with girls. And that's a hill I'll die on. And you can die on it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Are you... Uh, do you have more previewing notes, my love? Or are you ready to hop on? I'm not this? ready to jump in. Cool. Okay. I'm sorry <laughs> to have derailed us then. That's okay. Let's, please continue. Uh, this got really, really bad reviews at the time. Interesting. It isn't until like much later that people started caring about this movie. Um, it also kind of like completely derailed John Carpenter's kind of um, arc that he was on. Like his uh, career? Yeah. Oof. Um, there's a quote from him. He says, I take every failure hard. The one I took the hardest was the thing. My career would have been different if that had been a big hit. The movie was hated, even by science fiction fans. Ah, big I think that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. Right by my face. Nightmare. That sounds that's like a nightmare. Him. I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that it was hated even by science fiction lovers, but I hate science fiction, and, like, I thought this was not bad at all. I liked this. <laughs> I would watch this again. I don't... I don't know if I would watch it again. Maybe that's why I don't like it, is that it's too science fiction-y for me. I don't like science fiction. I hate I get. I get why people like it. That makes sense to me. I just don't care. It's like fantasy for me. I'm just not into it. Oh, no. I'm very big into fantasy, but I hate fantasy. No, I know. I hate (laughs) fantasy more than I hate science fiction because science fiction can be horror. Different strokes for different folks. (laughs) Um, Some reviewer called it a cold and sterile horror movie attempting to cash in on the genre audience. Um, Los Angeles Times said that it was bereft, despairing, and nihilistic, and lacking in feeling, meaning the character's deaths did not matter, which I kind of agree with. I kind of agree with that, yeah. But I think that's the point. Yeah. Um... so sorry say something (laughs) you let us just sit in silence I'm sorry I'm also reading Um, I wanted to see if because I had looked up um, 
different John Carpenter films. I was learning more about the thing. And I had scrolled down to the people also search for section, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this movie that I keep seeing that uh, John Carpenter did in 1981 called Escape from New York, which I've never seen. But I'm like, damn, that looks like Kurt Russell. And I needed to find out if it was. And it totally is. So that's probably, I don't know if that's how they like met each other. Yeah, they had worked together before. Uh, that's a 96, 86, Assault on Precinct 13. There we go. There it is. 1980. Oh, that's just the fog. I wonder if this <laughs> is John Carpenter. John Carpenter. But I'm not seeing my friend Kurt Russell, so false alarm on that one. Yeah, so John Carpenter was supposed to direct Firestarter in 1984. Which, if you think about it... I've never heard of that before. It's a Stephen King book. It just got a remake, and people really hated it. Oops. But also, people really hated the 1984 version of it. 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, the 2022 version of Firestarter. Oh, yeah, people were not happy. Um, Seems like it. One in the Razzies gave, like, worst actress or something to the little girl in it, and people (gasps) were pissed. They were like... Uh, she's 12 like that's not okay that's not okay and so then they like changed it and took it back and then gave the award to themselves they were like no that's a good point it's not the same as bashing somebody else a grown adult yeah like this is a child maybe her first credit you know not the same yeah yeah but I'm so I'm glad that they took it back and didn't listen to, like, all the fucking neckbeards out there going, well, that's what you get for being in the public eye. Is this like, Drew yeah. Barrymore in the 1984 version of this? Correct. Outstanding. Well, because that was after E.T., wasn't it? I think so. Just E.T. Barely. came out. Oh, when did E.T. come out? 1982. So, yeah. It was, it was just after. <laughs> It had, was just after. Um, I hear doggies outside my door. The dogs are home. Hell yeah. No, they're going to be loud. <laughs> um, obviously, this is now hailed as like a cult classic. Blah, blah, blah. People love it. Um, in 2008, Empire selected it as one of the 500 greatest movies of all time at 289. Weird. That's um, kind of a hot take, given that <laughs> people hated this at the time. Yeah. But, I mean, people do like this movie now. This is a very popular movie. I didn't think it was bad. I would watch it again. I don't think it's bad. I just, it's just not for me. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, voted ninth best horror film of all time in a Rolling Stone poll. Oof. Why is that a bad thing? I, you said 90th? Oh, ninth. Oh, ninth. I'm sorry. I thought you said 90th. Oh, uh, no. I, I would not have mentioned it. <laughs> I was like, man, that's a poll. That's hardly worth mentioning. <laughs> Uh, this is an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. The website says, grimmer and more terrifying than the 1950s take. Oh, see, there you go. John Carpenter's The Thing is a tense sci-fi thriller rife with compelling tension and some remarkable makeup effects. You could say that. I mean, we don't know about the 1950s it version. It I would say- imagine that it's not great. <laughs> It doesn't say what kind of remarks we're making about the <laughs> the makeup and effects. I think the effects are pretty decent in this for being 1982. And for like being, uh, for yeah. when we see it I feel like they're not just hiding in the shadows all the time, which I think is bold. Damn, you were really um, way more credit than I was willing to. Okay. <laughs> In 2011, John Carpenter remarked that it was perhaps his favorite film from his own filmography. 
He lamented that it took a long time for the thing to find a wider audience, saying, if the thing had been different, my career, if the thing had been a hit, my career would have been different. I wouldn't have had to make the choices I made, but I needed a job. I'm not saying I hate the movies I did. I love making Christine. Shout out to Christine. We love Christine. And Starman and Big Trouble in Little China, all those films. But my career would have been different. It probably, do you think it would have been heavier in horror movies? Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, see, if the thing had been a commercial hit, then he would have been the director of Firestarter. But also, that could have been, maybe he would have made it better. Maybe that would have been a whole different thing, you know? Maybe, yeah. I am not John Carpenter, therefore I am not going to play the game. You're not? (laughs) Shocker, I know. When are you going to tell me? (laughs) Right now. Damn. Um... And then it is listed in the film reference book, 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die. So at some point, I will have to watch this again, as Mark and I have that book on our shelf. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and then just a huge list of people that are like, this is so influential to them. Guillermo del Toro, J.J. Abrams, Quentin Tarantino, Edgar Wright. Who is Edgar Wright? Um, Edgar Wright did... Shaun of the Dead, I think. Oh. And I want to say Last Night in Soho was him, and he did Scott Pilgrim. Oh, he did Baby Driver. I don't know if I knew that. Interesting. But that's He the did end. The Adventures of Tintin. Oh. He adapted. He adapted. I never saw that. Neither did I, but I think okay. that's that's a little different from your other movies, my friend. Well, I didn't see The Adventures of Tintin, but isn't it like a kids' movie? Um, I think. I don't know. Those are the ends of my previewing notes, though. Wunderbar. Are you? Do you feel ready to hop on in then? Yeah, I don't know what any of these notes mean. Excellent. <laughs> My first note, uh, though, says directed by John Carpenter. John Carpenter. <laughs> and I My know what first... that note means. <laughs> I know what that is. Uh, um, I have a couple of notes about trying to figure out why this man is trying to shoot this dog from a helicopter. And yeah, according what's going to... on? <laughs> no clue. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And according to Prime, this dog's name is Jed. Jed? J-E-D. Jed. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Um, then we get into camp. We like finally catch up with Jed the dog, and this dude accidentally throws a grenade backwards. Now he's going on a shooting spree. It's it's kind of a lot happening. Um, it it had a rocky start to say the least. In my yeah, opinion. I didn't know what. It just didn't make sense to me what was happening in this opening scene. I wasn't following along, so I think I just got off on a bad foot with this movie. I was like, what is the point? I don't know who... It seemed to go on for forever. Yes, it was a long intro. And I was like, I'm probably not going to be rooting for the person trying to shoot a dog, but maybe there's a reason. Maybe. Maybe. I doubt it, but perhaps. And I mean, there definitely was, but like, yeah, he should have been better at shooting the dog then. Yeah, you he were really, really sucked. Good. That's my next note is he really is not good at not aiming good. at that dog. No. Um, someone in the American camp, U.S. camp in Antarctica, shoots the guy that's trying to shoot at the dog. Uh, yes. Kills him. Which I think is fair. Yeah. You're just hopping man, up. To the... We're in Antarctica, it. and you're hopping up into my camp, guns a blazing, chasing this dog. No, <laughs> no get out. Thank you. Wanting get... Um, my first actual note on Jed is the dog is telling us something is wrong. Yes, yeah, something. Like, let's just think for a second. Let's. It... 
Let's pretend like one of you has owned a dog ever. Okay. <laughs> and you know that your dog is trying to tell you something. Uh, right. We find out later what it is. And it's oh, not great. Sad. No, it's, it's not, not good. great. It's not good at all. Not good for anybody. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. Uh, my friend Kurt Russell and the doctor go to invest- investigate the Norwegian's camp because that we find out it's a Norwegian dude who, who comes in guns a blazing. Um, there's they they get their asses over to the Norwegian's camp and there's all this damage done. Um, it's kind of a mess, and you're kind of wondering like, what are we gonna find? What's happening? Uh, then we see a blood trail. Yes. Spooky. Sure. <laughs> and then we see this weird, like, if I recall this correctly, because the note just says, does blood freeze that way? <laughs> I think that there's like a stalagmite of blood. There's something weird happening here. Yes, something weird is definitely happening. And Maybe. I don't know that I mentally was even I'm, grasping no. what was going on. I was, it was very confusing. So we find this weird ice coffin while we're here. It's not cute. No. <laughs> and then I don't have a note until shit starts to hit the fan the first time. My next note says, LOL, the chess computer. I thought that was fucking hysterical. It was really funny. How very 1982. Funny enough that I felt the need to write it down. He is fog. My next note says, what is this creature? Whoa! My next note says, um, good doggy actor. <laughs> that actor, that dog was an actor. <laughs> that actor. That actor. He was, he's a professional. Give him the Oscar. <laughs> Give that dog the Oscar. <laughs> He deserves it. Do not ever, man, if there was ever a, a question of whether or not I should be on the Academy TM, there's your answer. Probably fucking not, because I'm going to give the Oscars to the dogs. <laughs> that cat was a very good cat in this movie. Oh, uh, yes, that's true. And, sh- and she deserves the Oscar. <laughs> the Oscar goes to the cat in the, the background. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Well done. Um, this creature is a weird, it's, it's like lots of weird faces, kind of. Yes. And we're doing this autopsy. <laughs> it's, it's something is not correct, though. So the doctor's like elbows deep in this corpse. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on, doc? You see anything out of the ordinary? And he goes, nope, just normal organs. And I wrote, normal organs is a really good band name. That's true. That is a good band name. So if anybody else is looking to start a band, hit there me up. you go. I'm just kidding, uh, but you can have that name if you want it. Uh, That'll, be <laughs> That'll be twenty dollars. That'll be twenty. You better give us fucking credit in your first all of your albums. <laughs> um, um, when Jed gets into his kennel, he tries to tell us again that something is wrong. Yeah, for the very last time. And then we see the most horrific shit that I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen some pretty fucked up (laughs) Yeah, my note says, oh no, poor doggies. (laughs) My note in all caps says, what the fuck am I seeing? This is fucking grotesque. Yeah, there was a lot happening. I don't think it was probably until this moment that I maybe cared about what was on the screen because these poor doggies you know they're just they don't they're deserve just this. In their kennel. they don't deserve this the dogs deserve better um my next note says the the man clark the guy the dog keeper guy uh i'm suspicious of him because i think that he has been exposed to the alien virus oh my god you too me too thank god let it take me (laughs) um we kind of get the backstory to like what the fuck this thing is there is a hundred thousand plus 
year-old alien spaceship buried in ice in Antarctica, and that's what the Norwegians found. They found something weird. They found something. They found something weird, and we're like, what is this? And then suddenly this alien is free again, so that's great. (laughs) Love to see it. Old man is going to kill these men to save the world, is my next note. And he would have done it. And it would have been successful. And everything would have been fine, really. I mean, <laughs> I know that's the wrong answer, but like, I don't think it fine. is the wrong answer. Wrong TM. Like, I know that that's not, let me rephrase that. It's not a popular answer, but it's the right answer. <laughs> okay. I understand. It's that. not the, it's not the answer people want to hear, but that's the right answer. Sorry. I mean, that's just... (sighs) It sucks. But it really is. Like, that's what you have to do. What you have to do. Like, do you remember when we watched Alien? And Ripley was like, hey, here's the thing. Uh, You can't break quarantine protocol. Because, like, we'll all die and we'll all be exposed to this. You have to just, like, let them wait it out. And they didn't. And everyone died. This is kind of similar. Where he's like, hey... Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill these people because that's unfortunately that's the right thing to do. Cause you gotta do it. That's what's gotta and you and you see what the fuck happens. Um we find a pair of like long john underwear. The name has been taken out of them, which like again, how very nineteen eighty two that you guys are writing your fucking names in your underwear. It's uh, yeah. That's just, that's what happens in movies. That's what happens in TV shows. Like, what the fresh fuck? But okay. Um, and there's this weird, I, I'm a little confused. I'm pretty sure that we're to believe that these long underwear have a big shit stain in them. Um, yeah. So I have, <laughs> everyone's like passing them around. We're trying to figure out who these belong to. And it's like, Please leave this person alone. They shit their pants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave them alone. They didn't ask for this. They didn't ask for this. They took their name out so you wouldn't know that they shit their pants. Uh, my note here is quit playing with those dirty panties. I mean, honestly, though, like, leave them alone. Stop it. It's gross for everybody. It's gross for <laughs> Put them back. Again, I've seen a lot of gross shit. This is, this is one of them. Put that back. <laughs> My next note says it all comes together. This is what was happening with the Norwegians. This is why they wanted to kill the dog. I don't think I have. <laughs> I just my notes don't make sense to me anymore. You remember so much more about it than I do. <laughs> These are just from what I'm gleaning from my notes. I tried to take really good notes because I knew I wasn't going to remember this shit. <laughs> um, my. The next note that I have is just a quote. I don't know why I wrote it down. Is one guy just like Mac wants the flamethrower? The other guy says Mac wants the what? The flamethrower? Did I fucking stutter? <laughs> but then also, I'm... my next note says, "Why are they asking Kurt Russell? Like he knows anything about what's going on? Are they just like automatically deferring to him?" Yes, because for some reason they seem to trust Kurt Russell. there's probably some backstory there that we don't know that I don't know about um I'm using like character names and stuff in my notes and now I have no clue who these people are so that's fun um yeah I don't (sighs) yeah my next note is a note for my husband uh he said quote just like that it goes from body horror to psychological horror and he's right (laughs) he's right Two sides of the same coin, if you think about it. <laughs> this is like this is like playing werewolf. This is werewolf the movie. <laughs> yeah, my next note, which I guess it might be further. It's a 75% probability that someone is infected. Not good odds. <laughs> Your odds are not good. They should have killed you when they had the chance. I mean, honestly, like, you just gotta do it. It sucks. But also, like, is succumbing to the the thing any better? 
I feel like that would be a much worse way to die. I'm pretty sure that IRL, I would rather die. That yeah. let it take me stuff, that was just a joke, Raina. Don't let it take me. Just kill me. <laughs> Don't let it take me. Just kill me, please. Um, slowly, these men start dropping like flies, because of course they do. Um, it's exactly yeah. what you expect. This, the man that they had put out into the tool shed, who was the old man that was trying to kill them, his name was Blair. Uh, yes. He's gone. They locked him in the tool shed and he's missing. They find that he has built a spaceship underground from stolen helicopter parts. Yeah. There was Which, so much that we're just learning. <laughs> too much is happening. There's so much going on. This is the part of the movie that I felt like I really, really had to pay attention to. Yeah, I was, man. I could not tell what was I, going on. I have to know what's happening. Um, they blow up the underground spaceship yes <laughs> um we find blair but he has already gotten to one of the other crew members yes at this point <laughs> i don't remember anybody's name no blair's the old man and that's all i know because i took good enough notes to to figure that out um my next note says i understand why <laughs> we had to split the party to plant the tnt but like we knew this was a bad idea. Yeah. Don't split the party. Folks who play D&D, they know what I'm talking about. I know you don't play D&D. And I know no, that you I would... don't. I'm sorry. Um, I think that you, if you found the right like person to, to make the game, I think that you would have a really good time. I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't have to be all fantasy. Like right now, Caleb and I and some of our friends are playing like a Western campaign. Well, I just, it's too much work in theory for games like that to be fun to me. Okay. It's not, I think that I could get into it if I cared about, I don't like tabletop games. I didn't, I will say, I didn't think I was going to like D&D. And then we played our first campaign, and at first I didn't really like it, but after a couple of sessions, I was like, actually, this is a ton of fun. And now that I, like, the more that you understand, like, how the rules work, it gets more fun as you go, because you're like, oh my god, that makes so much more sense now. But you strike me as somebody that likes games. Kinda. Yeah. I don't. (laughs) You don't like games at all? Like, board games? I just said that. Oh, like at all at all? Huh. I think it's a waste of time. Oh. Okay. I play them with my family. My family likes board games. I play them with Mark's family. Mark's family likes board games. I don't care about <laughs> Oh. My family wasn't like a board game family. Like we had board games, but mm-hmm. we we didn't play games. Caleb's family was kind of sort of a board games family, but we are a board games family. Like, we go to the game store and, like, find new games that look fun to play and buy them and bring them home. Yeah, I don't like doing that. Alright. And, like, I I won't complain because, obviously, spending time with family is different. Yeah. But I'm I'm not going to be the one to suggest playing a game so you're never gonna like come to somebody's house and be like hey anybody up for a game of Catan no and Hilarious. of Catan sounds boring as hell I love Catan I made Caleb buy Catan many 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 people do it is a very popular game it's not for me <laughs> that's okay <coughs> that's okay I really like Catan though I understand that it's not for everybody. But I really, really love Catan. <laughs> we bought the uh, like the actual like game Catan, and then we bought an expansion pack, too. And I'm really excited to have for people to come over to the house so that we can play games. Anywho, Leeler. Uh, my next note says, Tremors, is that you? And I don't remember why I wrote that, but there's <laughs> something in the movie that I was like, this is very... This reminds me of Tremors. That's funny. We should watch Tremors. 
I hated Tremors, but okay. I loved Tremors. Uh, I don't know why I used to love that movie. Because it's cheesy and terrible. And it's got Kevin Bacon in it. Uh, my next note says, so wait, does anyone live? <laughs> Kurt Russell lives. So does Childs. But do they make yeah. Do they make it? They freeze to death, right? They have no shelter and no supplies. I mean, they have to freeze to death, right? Like, there's, a, there's no other way. My name, my last note just says ominous ending. Very much. But I, I like, I don't need a happy ending, and I don't. You know, I don't need that. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm more comfortable now as an adult with unhappy endings mm-hmm. than I used to be. Ambiguous endings still kind of piss me off. <laughs> That's fair. I have to, it, the entire fucking movie better be like the best thing I've ever seen for it to be, be an ambiguous ending. There, I hate ambiguous endings. Tell me what the fuck happened. Is it good? <laughs> I hate this in between space. <laughs> pretty confident that they froze to death i mean i feel like they have to they have to they just would not have survived there's no way it's antarctica um i didn't know earlier oh tell me oh it's not about the movie (laughs) i wrote it down i said all i can think about is that scene in monsters inc where they get banished where they get what i'm sorry where they got banished from, like, the monster world. Oh. That's uh, all I can think of. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen Monsters, Inc. It really stuck with me, apparently. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, do you feel ready to rate it? Yes, indeed. Because those were all my notes. I have nothing left to say. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, I'm going to give this movie four chainsaws. Okay. I liked this. Uh, I would absolutely watch this again. It was graphic and gross, which like not gross, like that's fucking gross, but also kind of fucking gross. Yeah, Does that make sense? <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming with me on that linguistic journey. Um, <laughs> and it gave my brain a little workout because I liked the who is it? Who done it? Who's next? Who's infected? Who's not? Uh, you know I love a good guess where I'm like, mm, I think this person's a killer. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's what I have. That's four chainsaws. Okay. I'm going to give this three. Wonderful. Um, it was fine. I get why people are into it. It makes sense to me. Just not really for me. Everybody's got something. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm not a, not a sci-fi person. Sure. But that's okay. So yeah, three chainsaws. Wunderbar. Well, I think that was it, my friend. I think that was the thing. That's true. It Uh, is your pick next. It is. Um, I want you... Pick one or two. Two. All right. We're going to watch Annabelle. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. sorry. Do you not like Annabelle? Is so, that where you draw the line? <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> how do I want to say this? So, my brother and his wife. Uh-huh have three children okay the youngest of which they decided that they wanted to name after (laughs) after my grandmother whose name was anna and everyone called her ann but they didn't just want to name this baby ann so they decided to name her annabelle and when they told me this (laughs) i just kind of stared at them for a minute because i was like wait a minute you guys are just fucking joking, right? Like, you know better than that. Um, <laughs> I mean, the... you know better than that. Like, the name itself is not cursed. No, but the name is, it's dead to me. It's dead to most people. <laughs> because at this point in in culture in the United States, I would say, 
generally speaking. If you say Annabelle, people know that that's a horror movie. They know that that's a movie about a spooky doll. And they're like, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't name new children that because it's like a famous enough movie, you know? <laughs> um, and so I have been really, really trying to avoid watching Annabelle with you because I knew that this was going to come up. Um, but it's too late now. The cat's out of the bag. So there's that. Um, Annabelle is currently the 222nd most popular girls' names in the U.S. One out of every 1,565 baby girls born in 2021 are named Annabelle. Yikes. One, I guess one in 1,500 is not bad. <laughs> but. <coughs> I mean, Any- people still name their kid Annabelle. Foolish. Anyway, the let's do it. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll watch it. This is in the Conjuring universe. Yeah. So it's been a while. I don't. It has. I don't think it's I've been a while these since like pre-pandemic. Uh, that sounds correct. Well, I meant the Annabelle movies. Oh, but also we haven't we <laughs> haven't covered a, a Conjuring Universe movie in a long time. I think we did we we did watch the second one. That's funny. I forgot about that. We did, but it was a while ago, wasn't it? It was. Let's look. It feels like forever. Um, trying to see. The Conjuring we watched, that was episode 58, so that must have been season one, season two. The Conjuring 2 we watched after Idle Hands, so probably May last year. Last year? Yeah. Interesting. So we watched (laughs) one Conjuring movie a year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm utilizing it. I'm in control. I'm in control. Um, this came out in 2014. It is most likely on HBO Max, if I had to assume, because I oh. think that's where all of them are. That sounds right. Okay. Did you? Uh, never mind. I'll talk to you about that off recording. That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.